This is Every Widow Thing. Welcome back to Every Widow Thing. I'm Lacey, and I'm here with Whitney, Kira, and Holly. Hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, Hi. Hello. So today we're going to talk about firsts. When you are still in yeah. shock. The year that everything changed, right? Yeah. I think some of you guys have the same experience. Oliver died in October, so there was mm-hmm. Halloween, then there was Thanksgiving, and then there was Christmas, and Ryder was born on January 1st. Yes. So there were four, like, they were all right there together. And then the funny thing is, when the spring break rolled around, I thought, shoo, I've gone through all of them, I'm done. Because oh, Valentine's right. Day, too. Yeah. And they were all over. So in less than six months, I had finished wow. the, those firsts. I remember that I am not like this, but my mom and my sisters, they're the type that will decorate for the holiday a month or two in advance. So as soon as th- on Thanksgiving Day, the Christmas tree is up and Easter, everything is bunnies and eggs and crosses. And so my mom was living with us and September 30th, She's got all of the Halloween stuff up. And you know what's crazy? At the time, I was like, oh, we should get tombstones and write our names on it with like something funny. I'm so glad that I did not do that. Because the very next day is when Hunter went into the hospital and then ended up dying. I would drive home from the hospital and see the Halloween stuff in the yard. And I was like... I'm glad that she put all that stuff up now because there's no way in hell I would have been decorating yeah, at all. You dodged a bullet there. And and for the kids talking about normalcy, they do want those things and, and consistency if you've always decorated. Mine wanted to trick or treat and do all that, but yeah. I couldn't. I had no capacity or energy for decorations and we didn't do any decorations. Yeah, I wouldn't have. My my mom is the one that that did it, and and it was before he died. So oh, I definitely was... decorated for uh, Halloween. He died on October twelfth. Yeah, and I told you I went as the White Widow. Yes, spider. Not but... only did you do up Halloween, but you went in for the dark humor right away. <laughs> and I had a skeleton, and Ryder made me. He was very very adamant. I'm glad that he voiced that to you. I do think that it was important for the kids because life does go on, even though our lives right. have been broken and we're not necessarily in the headspace. The kids need it. You I know? remember so struggling you definitely- with the trick or treating because we had the three. Yeah, it was definitely hard to like coordinate. For I don't think I decorated. I think they were bummed. Yeah, you just didn't have the energy. I did Plus, it for Halloween because that was hard. pretty soon after. Yeah, physical I was probably still issues. having surgeries and things, so that didn't happen. But I do remember trick-or-treating with Karis. What did you do, Holly? I was trying to remember Halloween. I don't know. My first holiday was Easter. Actually, the first two years for Easter, friends loaned us their lake house. And two, two of my good friends and all of our kids that had known each other from when they were little um, went to the lake house. Again, we were escaping. Yeah. Um, but we did an egg hunt and it, it was fun. I mean, you know, it was different. It was Did hard. you have more family come in? Because I feel like those firsts, well, and I lived near family. Yeah. I had to I, travel to see them. Yeah. Well, I it was hard for me because I they were older, 11 and 14. So it wasn't like we're going to put on our Easter outfit and go, I mean, like traditional. I, I don't know. I just was like, I can't do this. So... I wanted to do something different. And then Mother's Day, and we were together. I can't remember. Was that the first or second? Was that the first uh, Mother's Day? No. I think it it was our second Mother's Day. 
Yeah. That was really fun. Our boys were together, and they didn't really know each other. Fortunately, our kids don't really ever hang out. They go to different schools, and I always wish that it had been different. I always just wish that— I know. know. I do think Thomas, Kira's son, just did this great podcast for school, and he interviewed a couple of our kids— and it's called just, Dealing with Death. Yes, Dealing with Death, which is such a great listen. name. It's really such a good. Great name. And he's talking to kids who lost a parent. Your kids. Yeah, my kids. And Hayden came home after talking with Thomas, and he was like, it was really nice to have a conversation with someone who n- understood yeah. what we go through. And the I podcast was like, is yeah. great. Thomas did it for his um, senior uh, senior project at St. Andrews. And it's, I mean, why it's, wouldn't they want a, it's a, a posse thing. like we did? A lot of these kids really yeah. bury those feelings, yeah. and they don't feel comfortable being vulnerable. Sometimes, even with a therapist, they no, don't I think really want to open some up. of the questions that Thomas asked Hayden. He had never even thought about, like, dug into those feelings or thoughts. He and he says on the podcast, "I just kind of pushed it away." Yeah, um, I kind of so feel like really that's good. what my boys have done when Gabe's friend died a couple months ago. He will not go to a therapist. And I, I kind of think back to, I, I'm definitely more vulnerable now with them, but I think back to when we're talking about first, I had a real hard time how to deal with them, like Toby's birthday, how to talk about it, because it was never, I don't know, I guess I wasn't taught to be open about it. So I'm trying to be more open with my kids now. And if I could go back, I'd probably do his birthday different. I remember talking to friends and family when those kind of the birthdays and things arose. And I said, I just want it to be organic. I don't, if we're going to talk about him, I want it to just kind of come up naturally, like a story about dad. I didn't want to sit down and force on the birthday. Let's all tell a story or a memory or something. I was trying to just let it be, but that's because they were so little. And I think now we sometimes will say, let's talk about a memory you know, once they're older and they can, right. they're more mature, I think and you can do that. But I in the beginning, true. I was like, I don't know how to bring it up without it being sort of yeah, forced that's what, and awkward. that's how I felt. I, I mean, would say things like, f- f- as far as like his birthday, I would just be like, hey guys, it's dad's birthday. Like the first birthday. Hey guys, so your dad's birthday is this week. Actually, on his birthday, the first year, his parents and I threw a memorial for him at Stubbs and, and Campbell's little band played music oh, and fun. it was that's really fun nice. uh, except for I humiliated myself I had too much bourbon because I don't <laughs> drink it and then it was bullet because that was Hunter's drink so everyone's giving me bullet bourbon and I got up to speak and I was like is this thing on okay everybody uh, don't forget to tip your waiters if anybody can pull it off no can, I to this day I still can't watch it because I am humiliated. That's awesome. And I had a whole thing written out, but I went off book and I was just like, so anyway, everybody. I'm sure people were like, what the heck? But I blame the bourbon. That's your go-to though. My go-to Because that's is how comedy. we met yes. you. When I yes. met you for the first time, I was like, she just seemed so happy. Like I was a miserable wreck. You were super upbeat. That's my go-to. And, yeah, and now I've that said I know before, you better, I get it. The toxic positivity, I don't, my brain says, we're not going to f- dwell on that. So let's not even process it and move straight into the blessings. So there needs to be moderation. And then the comedy, I go to comedy. You'll know when I'm super uncomfortable because I start saying things like tip your waiter. Yeah. <laughs> 
horrible. Anyway. Now we know what to watch out for. But I did, I would tell the kids, hey, so your dad's birthday is this weekend. I was going to make chicken fried steak because that was his favorite. But I would like to honor that day because it's a really special day for me. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem. I think a lot of of it is, like you were saying, food. We always make strawberry shortcake. We always kind of maybe do something that he would want to do, an activity. And I think that's a that's a really nice way to honor them. And yeah, I mean, throw it out to the kids. Like, yeah. And we would get with his parents, too. That's always a go-to for me because yeah. they live close by. And, and then it's just— I don't think we ever did anything for his birthday. Ryder was only six, and it, I don't know. I mean, there's not really much a six-year-old can do. Yeah. So you don't acknowledge it now. Even? Well, we no, we talk about you know, hey, it's his birthday today, and you know, but you that's have to remember. Being a kid, Ryder also kids. does not remember that much. Like I used to think it was somehow he had buried it, but his he had a therapist. His name is Sean Kent. I'm going to give him a shout out. He is the most amazing person I've ever met in my life. He's just a wonderful therapist, and he said it's not buried. He. He does. That's not what it's not he, there. That's it's not it there. The same way. Yeah. He said, "I think he did that when he was young, but you know, every age, it's just how they process is very different." And he said, "I don't know what I don't know." And is that hard for you? Because it's sort of hard for me with my youngest. She I really thought really about it because Kira and I did the same thing, which I think is really weird. We didn't even talk about it. I don't think, did we? I don't know the, what the you're watch, about to say. The watch <laughs> thing for graduation, Kira and I both gave our sons, our husbands, watches oh, right. and had them engraved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the song that Ryder and I were on a trip to Boston because he's going to go to Northeastern. And he, we were going to a restaurant and the song uh, Every Breath You Take come, came on and he said, who does this remind you of? And we, I didn't have to say. We knew. Right. So uh, to be kind of funny, on the inside, I put, I'll be watching you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's a watch. That's so cute. cute. And love dad. And that was, that's the only time I've ever seen him get misty-eyed when I gave it to him. And he said, oh. So, but he, I said, look on the inside. He looked on the inside and he got really mm. watery eyes. And so I had to like cut it off because I was like, ugh. I didn't, I didn't know that it was going to do that to him right. because he doesn't he ever go either. there. He didn't either. I think I just had for Thomas love dad, but I said love dad too. And then I think I was in a conversation with somebody about, is that odd? Because obviously his dad's not. not. Yeah. And I said, no, because it, for that. me, it was like we were both giving him dad. the watch, you know, like yeah. if we were, it's like Frank and I were giving him the watch together. Sure. And I tell my kid, I mean, y'all know me. I talk to the kids all the time about he's not really gone he's here in a different way so I don't think it's weird he is their dad and I yeah. remember Hunter's mom they'll saying, always be their dad yeah, yeah I remember early on Hunter's mom said something to me like oh well I was talking to some people that we just met and they asked if we had children and I I said I had two sons and then I felt like I had to stop and say well I have one living son and one dead son and I go no you don't you have two sons yeah you will always have two sons and you don't have to make one of them past tense same thing with uh, you know the dad they that is their dad and they and he will always be the dad Ryder said something that really bothered me in the beginning because at first I thought, oh, that's a great way to to channel it. I I was talking about when, you know, his dad's death, I guess it was the year anniversary. We released uh, balloons with things we would tell him Mm. um, with the little notes and did that whole thing with my family. And he said, uh, I said, well, what do you think about all of this? And he said, in my mind, he's on vacation. I said, but he would want to be with you. 
He's, he didn't leave you. He couldn't help it. So, so it's a double-edged sword. Part of me is yeah. like glad that he wasn't grieving because he was like, dad's just away. He's having a fun time. But I said, but your dad would have never left you. I do think it's interesting, the adult brain and the child brain. And I know for me, what causes me a lot of pain is when I try to put my brain on them yeah. and my experiences and my relationships and my whatever, and they aren't processing it in the same way. So to him, maybe the vacation wasn't, he left me intentionally. It's more, he's okay and, and, and I'll see him again someday. I you think know. it was a way of and coping. And he's having a good yeah. time. We did some family therapy, uh, the three of us, and it was coming on, up on the year anniversary. And she asked the boys, what would your dad want you to do? And they said, have fun. And so they decided we had friends over and they went to the jumpoline place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Altitude fun. It felt awkward, but that's what they wanted to do. And but, then the, But your Toby was fun though, wasn't yeah. he? He was the fun guy. Well, and then that day, which perfect. my thing for me without the boys, we did uh the spin uh, class. The spin yeah. spin class with all his music and all his friends. You made me sit in the front row, right in the front row. Because <laughs> you're so good. <laughs> just but that was, it was I loved the playlist. It was healing for me. I thought the playlist and, and, yeah, was, was amazing. I wish I had done something like that. So yeah. that was the first anniversary of his death that you right, did that. which I don't necessarily acknowledge it. I mean, you can't forget about it, but I don't acknowledge it anymore. Like, I don't either. I don't either. I, I don't either. The first, first year I did. Day, I, people would reach out and I would just say, it's just a day. Like, it's just one day. I'm just going to get through the day and then tomorrow it's over. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to give any energy to that. That's kind of how I I'd rather give energy to his birthday and our anniversary yes. and the fun things. But the first year. That was my approach. We for did. Sure. Let's celebrate the birthday, not the day that he died. Yeah. Lacey, did you do something on the first death anniversary? We, yeah, we released the balloon. Oh, that was the balloon. We yeah. did too, but it was Father's Day combined, unfortunately. So June That's 21st, tough. that first year, was Father's Day and the anniversary of the accident. And we did ha gathered with families and did the balloons too. I kind of had a balloon moment too, but we went to New Mexico and did the hot air balloon festival. Oh, that's fun. Because his parents were living in New Mexico at the time. And that was fun. And I've and we were with his about parents. That. Yeah, it was great. You had to get up at the crack of dawn. But who are the people, the Magnolia people that live in Waco? Get the the games. games? They were there. Oh, that's So funny. that was kind of cool. But anyway, yeah, we and then his parents did one of those carns with the stones, you know, in their oh, front yard. Like so that. we we Too. did that. But they yeah. moved. Now they've moved. So, yeah, those rocks <laughs> they are didn't long take gone. Them. No. The only one I get upset about is the uh, wedding anniversary. When people stopped acknowledging that. Mm, yeah. That's a really hard one, right? The anniversary, because when you see other couples that are celebrating it and you're like, I would have had that milestone. Yeah. And I think all four of us do feel that way. Like we really felt like our, our marriages were, our were solid and we would definitely yeah. have made it. My anniversary is Friday. It would have been 28 years. Oh, wow. And I am going out with the boys to a nice dinner. Nice. nice. Yeah. Isn't it nice? They're older now and you can do that. Yeah, it kind of started fun. that last year or maybe like going to like somewhere nice. I don't know. I but that. I had a hard time with it because I was like, I kind of want to go somewhere that was like a place, place we love to go. But 
I don't want to spend it. changed. Yeah. Or, it's, or I'm like, they wouldn't want to eat that, uh, yeah. you know. For the first anniversary, it was June 2 and Father's Day and all that. And that's when we went to Mexico with friends. They had a timeshare. And so we went there and it was like, okay, this is a way to be with people and celebrate and not feel sad about it. But honestly, this year, I didn't even, I didn't even think about doing something. And if I did, I don't know that I'd want to do it with my kids. So the anniversary thing? Yeah, the anniversary. I don't know that I'd do anything. I just, my sister, who's wonderful about it, she always acknowledges it. What about Christmas, you guys? I mean, that was for me with kids. That was huge. The first Christmas. Like who puts the toys together? Right. I was like, I am so screwed because I'm not good at that kind of thing. And I don't like reading directions. And thank God for my brother-in-law, who's an engineer. He oh that God. first Christmas, they decided to come to my parents' house with us. So the night before, here he is helping me put it all together. Oh. And because I, I literally came out there and just started sobbing, I felt this overwhelming heaviness on Christmas Eve because it was just so apparent that I was alone, and and I wasn't alone. My mom was with me, but it it's not Friends. the same and. Yeah, I can't really even remember Christmas. I be in the Honestly, house. I didn't do the toys or anything. I didn't we, either. I, we Karis didn't get any toys. <laughs> no, but I'll the, the, I'll tell you a little story about I'm that. Sorry, Karis. Tell me a little story. I thought okay, and everyone thought I was crazy, but I thought okay, what is the most distracting place on earth? Oh no, Disneyland oh, for no. three children. Oh, oh no. my gosh, Disney we World. Did not. Yes, ma'am. We went to Disney. I had almost lost my child also. Right. And so it was kind of all about my five-year-old. We recruited this other wonderful family, friends of ours, and my parents went, and we went to Disney. And I was still, the funny thing about that trip is I was still kind of crippled, and they kept trying to throw wheelchairs and canes and things at me. You should have taken it. And I was like, I refuse to be one of those people at Disney that's on the cart or whatever. So I had my right arm was frozen straight. I had a really funny way of walking. <laughs> I was lurching around <laughs> they Disney. Thought you were drunk. Anyway, it was just an odd time. But y'all reminded me I went to Disneyland. I forgot. With Hunter's funny whole that family. We all did Disney. Yeah. You were in Orlando like I yep. was. I did. I did not. Anaheim. You did not Disney. do Disney. You were I, smart. Not too late. <laughs> but I did stockings and some gifts. Like Santa came. So I did the traditional. We had a condo in Florida, and my sweet, sweet friend Tutu sent a little mini tree to oh, the condo. So nice. And oh, I just kind of put the Disney—the kids didn't know we were going to Disney. And so I kind of just kind of put—they just thought we were doing Florida. And I put the Disney passes or whatever on the tree. Oh, and then my that's friend had cute. sent some little gift cards and things. And so we did have a little bit of a tree, but it really wasn't traditional at all. I just—I couldn't—I couldn't do it. I couldn't be in the house. Couldn't either. I, I couldn't, and I know. couldn't even. I mean, we go to my sister's a lot, and I couldn't even. Well, and we also had lost my dad had died that same year, so it was like double doozy, and I was just like, I can't. Well, and then your family is grieving, like right. Your mom is grieving her husband, and right. your sister is grieving her dad and Toby. Right. So it's like the people that would normally be the ones lifting you up and have the energy to do it. But yeah, it was just bad for all around for the whole family. I don't think people realize how, if they don't realize how lonely it is 
this is taking me back and I can remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, those are very clear feelings. And I'm, I'm so glad that it's been a lot of time since then, you know, 11 and a half years. I'm so glad I don't feel that way anymore. It's taken 10 years because a lot of people think, God, 11 and a half years, you should be good by now. And I went, honey, it took 10 years to feel like a normal person. Yeah. Like that all, because all of those new normals become normal then. Right. Like now it's like he's been gone longer than I was with him. Mm. So that's another thing that's weird. So we were going to, Father's Day is this month. So that first year, lucky me, Father's Day landed on the same day that we had had the accident, that he had died. And so what did you do? That was the gathering of the families where we um, released the balloons. We released the balloons. And I would say that from from here on out, it's mostly been... Either getting together, mostly getting together with my dad, I would say. But there's also things where kids are in camps and we're not always together on Father's Day just because of the time of year. And there have been times where my kids have been with other families or they've been at a camp and I've had to reach out and say, hey, you know, just a heads up. This is a tricky thing for my kid. And the first birthday, actually, June 11th right before the Father's Day, was kind of more our Father's Day because the kids wrote Happy Birthday, Daddy, in the sand, and they wrote We Love You, We Miss You in the sand. And it was that was kind of a it was kind of a nice therapeutic moment that we all had. And then my friend that was with us made the strawberry shortcake from scratch because she's like an amazing cook and I would have gone and bought something. No, I like that. I was, I don't know what I was thinking, but I had the kids, this is so weird. I bought Father's Day cards and I had the kids sign them. What in the world? <laughs> I don't know. And then they did all that. And and then what am I going to do with the cards? Take like, it to I the, love, wherever you've got them buried. Yeah, I think that might have been confusing the, in, on the for my. That, that is, that's why I'm saying I like young. what you did. They were young. Something in the sand, or or or, yeah. and we or took pictures. I took pictures and, of them, yeah, with the writing in the sand, and I yeah, was like, "Daddy sweet. can see," but they were little. They were, you know, five, nine, and eleven. But you have to forgive yourself too. I mean, it's not like you've been a widow before. No, like, oh girl, I, I did so many weirdo things. We are just making so it up. I as think we go I along. still making it up as we go along. Yeah. yeah. One year, I bought some little journals and for each boy, and I was like, "Y'all can write some stories about." dad and yeah i did that it, it didn't that no they it, never one kid wrote one story. i mean if they did i don't i don't know about it but i doubt yeah. it but, but i tried probably, i'm curious do you feel like the balloons releasing the balloons was that therapeutic for your kids i was completely medicated that day i think they had they had put me on my my psychiatrist at the time had put me on some antidepressants. For me, it was almost too much. And I, I just, I was just out of it. Um, but I did hear from friends. I was there, but I wasn't there. Right. And I didn't actually do, the friends kind of took over the writing. I mean, I know that sounds terrible. I guess I was completely checked out. But they said that my youngest, yeah, they said the kids really like put thought into what they were going to write. And I think they put the notes inside. I don't remember. We just put it attached to the bottom and wrote it. But I remember him really getting into it. 
Well, at that age, for sure. And you were younger. I think the idea of that it's going up to heaven, I, right. I do remember that was a big, that yeah. was, that made sense to the kids. Right. We're sending this, you know, I knew it was going to end up across town, like on a, you know, telephone <laughs> pole. But they thought we were going to get in trouble because when the balloons popped, he goes, nobody's going to be there to clean it up. Uh, I got so tickled because, of course, the way he thinks, instead of, it's going to heaven to see daddy and it's so sweet. He's like, who's going to pick up all those balloons? Yeah. when it pops. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> Sweet moment. Are definitely difficult. Everybody handles them differently. And however you choose to do it, it's good. It's okay. And there is no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. And I do think it is important, especially with the kids, to acknowledge it. I mean, obviously, if it's a big holiday, you're not going to ignore it. But I think the four of us are saying consistency with the way you decorated before he died. It was important to continue that. But you don't have to do it exactly the same because that causes stress. And you can change it up from year to year. I mean, and also I just wanted to jump in with please don't compare yourself to the other families in these moments because I think there's so much pressure on these moms, you know, with the matching pajamas and oh my gosh. the gourmet meal or whatever it is. And I, I still feel that. I just felt that, honestly, through this whole graduation oh, process. Man, yeah. It was just like, I got to give myself a break. You know, I'm not ever going to be able to be at that level that I was at before when I I'm had not sure a I was husband. even at that level before he died. Well, some I mean, of these some women, of these people are so, so getting to that level like, ever. The, the, but I, I yeah. don't know. That's really been something that's been on my mind lately is just these other moms doing all this stuff. They really they forget. They don't realize what else you're carrying and that you're just not going to be able to get to all the things and do all the things and, you know, just be kind of like maybe as organized or as on it as you were. And I mean, I'm talking still like it's coming up on nine years for us. I'm still not as organized or on top of everything as these other but families even, are. Well, even when they were alive, I, I'm tired with one. I right. can't even imagine doing it by myself with two or three. So anybody that would ever be like ex having expectations is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Cut yourself some slack. Like you said, we're down a man. If you're wearing Literally. pajamas at all, you're winning. I mean, <laughs> we're down, we're down have... four fabulous men yeah. in this room. Yeah. If mine had a pull-up on and a t-shirt, <laughs> yes. You are Sunday winning. Sunday morning yeah. is coming, or Christmas morning is coming out. Yay. Definitely. If they're fed. Yay me. <laughs> exactly. So That's right. We thank you so much for listening, and if you like what you're hearing, or if you don't like what you're hearing, why don't you send us a, a comment, or if you have topics that you'd like for us to address here on Every Widow Thing, we would love to hear from you at Every Widow Thing on Instagram. You also, when you're listening to this podcast, write a review for us. We are a new podcast. We're trying to get ourselves out there and help as many people as possible. And when we have likes and followers and, and reviews, that just helps us get our message out. So and we, we appreciate love hearing that. that something we shared touched someone else. Yes. We're we getting a lot that. of texts and emails sharing with us how our words are helping them. So That's we, the point. that is the point. So thank you. And uh, we'll be back. Oh, no. I'll actually. We're taking a break. We're going on vacation. <laughs> You're looking at me, Holly. Why don't you say it? She's coming we are back taking next I'm coming back next <laughs>
<laughs> Whitney good. will be back next week. No, no we'll we, over. We're going to take a break for the summer, and we will be back in September. Bye. Bye. Bye.